welcome to Life Pairings, where two Canadian alcohol connoisseurs mix life events and libation. Hello, I'm Carla Richards. And I'm Brittany Lysing. And, and this, this is Life Pairings. 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 <laughs> because life is hard to pair it with alcohol. <laughs> Dart up that boat motor, lay out your tent, crack open a few cold ones, and avoid the inevitable rain and slash snow. As today's life pairing is long weekends with Moscow mules. We discuss high-spirited youths, the bank, and two fours. Mmm. Mm, my fave. A little Canadian slang there for you yeah you know youths youths this is my favorite word (sighs) calling people youths is pretty funny yeah it just reminds me of shit from um schmidt sorry from uh, new girl he's just like youths (laughs) i i don't know what age it is that you start recognizing that people are younger (laughs) younger than you like yeah you know because when you were like 16 to 25 i felt like i was like never really noticed people younger like unless they were kids you know what i mean i was i was never like oh 14 year olds (laughs) but i hit an age where i'm just like oh here they come yeah i think it was right around the age i realized hockey players were younger than me and i was like "Uh oh yeah (laughs) i don't like them (laughs) i know this is the funniest thing to me in the world is that hockey players are like 18 years old Mm -hmm. and everything that like grown men are like my entire day rests upon what this 18-year-old <laughs> does or doesn't do. And you're like, yeah, okay, it's well, weird, it is a weird thing when you think about it from that perspective. I think about it all the time. Because I, <laughs> I went to a tournament. I went to a, like a really fun tournament in Penticton, which yeah. is like all the NHL prospects in the West. So uh, Vancouver, oh, cool. Edmonton, uh, Winnipeg, and Calgary, all, all their prospects are playing in this tournament in Penticton called the All-Stars Tournament. Right. And uh, we're like, went around back to see if they were out there. And I was like, oh, cool. You can see him. It was like, you know, Ole Ulevi was that like Ole Ulevi was there and Matthew Kachuk yeah. was there. And I was like, right. oh, Ole Ulevi's there. And then I turned the corner and I was like, Ole Ulevi's 17 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I would like instantly felt like I was like, oh, I don't care. And they were all playing hacky sack in the back. And I was just like, oh, and all I truly love in this world is comedy and hockey. So I was just like, yeah. Don't take this away from me, brain. (laughs) But anyways, Um, anywho. Segue Mm. from things that you love. Yeah. What do you feel about uh, long weekends? Love it, hate it. It's... uh, Oh, interesting. Yeah, kind of real love. Well, not long weekends specifically, but May long weekend. If we are going into the May long weekend, but long weekends I love. Because yeah. you're like, oh my god, this is exciting. It's yeah. You get three days off from what you're doing. It matters less to me now that I don't have a real job. Yeah, and we record on Mondays, so work it's not out on really... Monday. It really affects <laughs> me in working. very little. But it's, <laughs> but when I when I was working like a proper job, I would be like, you know, it, you look forward to it for three months because you have a long weekend <laughs> about every three months. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like you live for these three days off you're going to have in a row, which is very yeah. sad. Um, mm-hmm. But it, once you get on it, it's like this little mini break and you're like, oh, God, that felt good. Um, yeah. May long weekend, though, 
I don't know for anybody outside of Canada, but inside of Canada, uh, I don't know if you've heard, cold here, cold place. <laughs> <laughs> so it's generally like shit until about yeah. the beginning of May, June for most places in Canada. Yeah. What happens May long weekend is that it's been nice for three weeks. It starts getting nice in May. Mm-hmm. But May long weekend, it snows, it rains, it hails, it does everything <laughs> you could possibly imagine. It's like uh, the gods are like, you will be struck in. Yes, exactly. In your you can't shit have too tent. much sun. You're already too happy. Go yeah, back down. Yeah, go back down. So you go, you pack up all your tents, especially when you're young, when you're 18, you're like, you go and you don't have really good camping gear. You just have shit mm-hmm. gear. <coughs> so you just go and you like, have like one sleeping bag for three people a two-person tent for 15 people or all decide yeah. to cram in there so what happens keep is you warm that way at least you keep warm and everyone you bring a pack of hot dogs and yeah. one poker and you just <laughs> like you just don't know what you're doing and yeah. you always end up either on the sunday or the monday soaking wet you wake up and you're soaked yeah. And you're like four hours out of town and you're soaked and you haven't really eaten and you're so hungover because you've just day drank <laughs> in the rain for three days. Yeah. And everyone gets so excited about it. And it's like, I swear it's like a reoccurring, what's that called when you can't remember stuff? <laughs> oh, um, amnesia. Amnesia. That what? was just funny. Yeah. Ironic that I couldn't remember the word to not remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a we're like an amnesia species for some reason on this like one thing where you're like yeah you can't remember that it's gonna fucking suck every time yeah your hopes come the the same as many life events i suppose we talk about (laughs) we put a lot of emotion into it and then for some reason we expect what's that thing about like being an idiot or whatever is you just you keep doing the same thing, expecting different results. Oh yeah, that's the tr- well, that's the definition of uh, true psychosis. Oh, is uh, is uh, doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. I feel like we're all in the psychosis, <laughs> especially right we now. Lost our oh, minds. Um, yeah. What do you like? What do you feel about it all? I'm kind of a love hate relationship too with uh, long weekends. So yeah, when I was working, I mean that was. It was living for those three days, right? But I mean, I was generally so burned out, I would just sleep for three days. (laughs) And I would be in worse shape somehow when I went back to work the next day. So, um, and also I always get, now that I'm not not working, Mm -hmm. um, but then as soon as I stopped working, it was COVID. So that stopped. (laughs) (laughs) Three-day weekends didn't really become a thing anymore. That stopped Um, any fun from happening. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I could just stay at home all day if I wanted, but I also feel like there's this stress. It's kind of like, you know, the new year's stress or the Valentine's day stress. Like, Oh, you, are you going camping? Are you going away? Da, 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 da. And because I grew up, um, in a very lucky situation, which my family had a cabin, that was just a given. You go to the cabin. Yeah. You do all the vacuuming. Yeah. This- Half the time you, you take out the flooded basement carpet. Yeah. <laughs> it out so it dries out. Um, put the freezer ass out to put the, the the old dock out um and now i don't have that and i'm like oh what i don't know what to do yeah you're <laughs> so like i just have like internal panic <laughs> you're just like oh, just, let's set up a tent in the backyard i guess and it's like it's raining we could just go inside 
You don't know. You'll never know. I need to set someone's dock up. (laughs) (laughs) My parents, like, I talk about this a lot, but but the parents Hmm. have a place down in Montana, so we haven't been able to go for a year. And I just got off the phone with my mom, and she was like, you realize, like, this will be... She's like, last year it felt like the pandemic was happening, but this year just feels like they just won't let us go. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> I like, kind of feel like that. They're like, we know you got your shot, but yeah, we know you're no fine. For you just yet, and we know you you're coming from, but you've quarantined for fourteen days, and you'd come into an isolated area where only two people and they're both named Randy <laughs> exist. Like, no, <laughs> you still can't come. But that's, this is typically the weekend where we either have just set up, like my, my, mm-hmm. what my dad likes to do is kind of go at the be- like Easter weekend usually. Oh, right. Okay. And set everything up. So like May long in Montana is a party. It's the first long right. weekend. All the Canadians come down. It's not a holiday for the Americans. So right. um, there's like, it's not super busy in the campground, but it's like it's pumping it's like the it's nice down there like it's it's always warmer than it is here um so yeah it's it's usually a big weekend for us to go down there now like now that i'm older like this didn't exist when i was younger but this is the big weekend to go down to montana and party but yeah this is i'm now just thinking back that it wasn't that we would put the dock out it was that i would argue that we should put the dock out <laughs> and everyone that was an adult was like it's still freezing because <laughs> it's in alberta it's not we're not going in the lake to put out the dock so i think it would happen a few months you're like now that i later. think about it no like, one listened to me on the long weekend. <laughs> I definitely was like taking out the moldy carpet from the basement where I would sleep. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what? God bless the nineties when people were just when parents were just like, "Oh, put the kids in the basement. They have more years to live." Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they can take in that black mold. We've taken in enough already. Uh, my parents would like on the way to things would like put us in the back of a truck with a cap on it. Like clearly no seatbelts. <laughs> they threw like an old mattress in there and they just huck a bologna sandwich back there if we were hungry. <laughs> Are you kids having fun? And before we could answer, they'd like crank the radio up and shut the window. They're like, "Sounds like you're having a blast." <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Um, so psychology wise, interesting. Um, more than you would think, uh, yeah. just because you're like, yeah, long weekends, good. But but we've just said why they're very stressful and kind of weird. Well, this is funny because, <clears throat> again, this is kind of like, oh, we are going into the May long weekend. But this is kind of mm-hmm. just relative for every long weekend. A general long weekend psychology deep dive, Carla. Mm. Um. <laughs> Uh, this was an interesting thing to me. I found an interesting article on, it just came from NBCnewsactually.com, which was, uh, they're kind of talking about why long weekends might be more mentally healthy for you than a full vacation. Right. Because, um, so they, they talk about a little bit of like a vacation being that, you know, you, you need a break. It prevents burnout. It's all these things. But we've talked about vacations here on the podcast. Like, mm-hmm taking big like two three week vacations and how stressful it is yeah so one thing they talk about is with a long weekend it's like quick you can't you can't really go that far no you're kind of just like okay let's uh let's sometimes people take off the friday make it a four-day long weekend like that's pretty common 
and they go either to their cabins or their tents or, you know, go camping or something like that. But it's kind of here and gone. And it provides you with that same amount of time away. Right. That prevents burnouts. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, you know, you're not, yeah, you have less stress. Tra- tra- oh my God. Less stress traveling because you, by the very nature of it, have to be, it has to be shorter. Yeah. It's, and it's also just like, you know, like that, that theory of, you know, when you're really tired, you actually Mm -hmm. just need a 15 minute nap. You don't need an eight hour sleep. Yeah. Can you tell my brain that it doesn't, it does not believe. (laughs) It always thinks that second nap is good idea because I wake up after 15 minutes and then I'm like, oh, that was fun. Let's go back to sleep. (laughs) Well, this is the thing. Like if I have something happening in a day. And I yeah. lay down for 15 minutes, but I truly only lay down for 15 minutes. Yeah. That's that's fine. But I've yeah. never once only truly laid. It's always <laughs> like 45 minutes and then I'm just like in REM sleep and then somebody wants to talk to me and I'm like, I don't want to have a dinner party. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just like, you know, whatever. Um, so, yeah, they're just kind of like less stressful to plan. You're not you're right. not really yeah. planning anything. It's like you go and camping, you throw a bunch of camping gear in the truck, you go. It's gonna be what it's gonna be. It's either fun or not fun, but you didn't spend like three thousand dollars doing it. Yeah, true. So it's it's like not really. It's it's less expensive. So you're saving money. You're still getting away. It's still the time you need it off. It's like, you know, it's crazy that one extra day and not like this is so much of me wants to like be like stop making us work 40 hours a week it's so dumb yeah like what in one extra day like the amount of morale boost that has Mm -hmm. is insane um well when i went down to working part-time and i was working three days a week instead of five days and i got so much more work done in those three days than i did ever in those five days Oh yeah, because you're you're like, it's when you're just like, oh, I'm just gonna do this, and then I uh, still have five more days to go. When you're like, no wait, yeah. I gotta get it done. I gotta get it. Yeah, but no one, no company wants to look like that. No, they don't want. They don't care about productivity. They want you just to look good. Everyone must suffer. Yes. Um. So yeah. So there's there's that. I I found that really interesting. That the three day mm. the three day weekend is actually. Um, just as if not more beneficial to your mental health than taking a full like three week vacation. That's awesome. It just like gives you a quick a quick boost that you need to keep going. Another thing mm-hmm. is is typically like long weekends, and I don't know if this is again if it's a Canadian thing, but are meant for camping. That's what everybody does. Right. That's like the activity you can go do quick and get away. So yeah. that comes with that comes being outside, not being on your devices. And you're trying to like, like you kind of said, it's the same idea of like, if you had five days or two weeks, you'd be like, oh, well, we have a full two weeks here. But for some reason on a long weekend, you're like, no phone, we're hanging out, we're roasting wieners, we're having drinks, we're talking, we're laughing. Like no one's like sitting inside a condo instead of being on the beach. They're like, you know, they're outside, they're enjoying it. Yeah. Well, I lived in Vancouver for four years. That That is what you're doing. <laughs> That's what their camping is? Can't, you can't camp. If, I don't know anybody that can't. I haven't actually been... I've been camping once since I got back from the UK. In the UK, like, you definitely can go camping on the long weekend. Um, and I've done that a few times. Um, 
including glamping and now you want to be like the smuggest asshole ever <laughs> is when you wake up on the monday morning and you just leave the tent while it's pouring rain and everyone else is hauling their tent out and you're like bye bye get in the car off i go <laughs> I mean, you're still hungover as fuck, but you didn't have to take that tent down. You didn't have to do anything. Um, Let me pack on that one. But um, yeah, in Vancouver, it's really hard, I guess, to get people to go camping or I don't know. But do you know um, what I think it honestly is? I think it's a car thing. Like, I know a lot of people don't have cars. It's really hard to find camping spots. Yeah, because it's um, all like rich folk go out with their big trailers. Well, and like, you know, some of the best camping is on the island. So therefore you've got to get a ferry and it's just a bit of more of a hassle. Right. Um, but also the other thing that you do in the UK is generally, especially when it gets to the, the sunny, sunny time, this is pub garden time. <laughs> this is sitting in the pub garden for the entire Sunday. So Monday you're fucked. Right. But you have the day off. Yeah. But you have the day off, so it's great. And you can spend the whole day in the pub and not feel like you have to go do your laundry. So pub garden, is that just a, a UK way of saying patio? Yeah, but usually they like have grass. Oh, okay. Um, it, like sometimes they are just patios and that's it. But yeah, it, sometimes they have grass. Sometimes they have um, play areas for children. Love it. Yeah. This is um, <laughs> Now this is how I grew up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so that's, that's, that's the, the other side of the world. But yeah, I think camping is still a huge thing for everybody in North America. Yeah. It's a big, uh, I think so. I think, and I, I think if you're like in a bigger city and you don't have a vehicle and you don't, you live in a small apartment and you don't have anywhere to keep camping gear. Oh God. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, like a lot of places I went where people like with staying with comedians in big cities, there's like three or four people. And if like one person had a bike, it like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's just there's not enough room for all that gear for everybody all the time. Whereas yeah. I think when you live in the burbs, like it's just my garage is just oh, full you, of camping gear. Yeah, <laughs> you accumulate a lot of shit. like the amount of blow up mattresses I have that I haven't found the cap for <laughs> but refuse to throw out because I'm just like, I don't want what if we need one? I'll just stuff a sock in it. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, I, I have a lot of uh, blow up like pool toys. <laughs> I don't have a pool. Get on the have... pool. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm working on it. Um, <laughs> I like it, Carla. Uh, I'm just blowing one up in the backyard. That's all I'm doing. I, I found some good ones. Child's pool. I found someone uh, for Amazon today, so that was nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's where I got mine. So Awesome, awesome. All right, well, give <laughs> us some... Totally up, sorry. No, this is... You know why? Because, hey, it's... This is the part that I was talking about. It's it's May right now. I'm not sure when we're yeah. going to put this episode out, but... This week. This week, okay. It's no, 20... For anyone, this is the, the week, the Thursday before the long weekend of Canada. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, it is 27 degrees today in where yeah. where we're at. So this is what this is what the weather does to us. Is it's like, <laughs> hey, it's summer now. Get all your yeah. summer things. So we're like so excited. I'm I'm wearing a bathing suit right now. <laughs> I was sitting yeah. on my deck. I was drinking uh <laughs> drinking the Moscow Mule. I, nice. I barely have enough to get me through the podcast. <laughs> I was, I, I'm living my best summer life already. But what's going to happen yeah. is it will be winter again in two weeks. Yeah. And the other thing too, that we, because we're going to do another episode on gardening. We're doing a sequel to gardening because you and I have both gone gardens. Yes. And we bought plants 
they're gonna die them outside and now they're all gonna die so yeah. so this yeah, is we'll why i'm updating you on that <laughs> this is why we get a little off track is because it's like it's the niceness is just all we want to talk about is like get a pool do you have pool stuff so to get your flowers yeah. out you're like i'm wearing shorts are you wearing shorts <laughs> everyone's so excited yeah and then yeah and it'll snow and it'll snow uh, yeah and rain well, all of june <laughs> that brings may flowers right next next year yeah no it brings july flooding that's what bring- <laughs> you know what they say yeah june june rainstorms bring <laughs> i can't think of another thing i was gonna say i was gonna say i lost it Oh, June rainstorms bring wine. July drain misage problem. Yep. There you go. There that you was go. great, Brittany. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's a good job you're a professional comedian. Maybe we should just get you. You just need, you're just better. <sighs> I'm out of practice. I'm telling you. You can, you know what? I can tell I've been away from comedy for so long because I heard her a joke on the radio and I laughed hysterically. Oh no! Yeah, like <laughs> radio DJs are nor- notoriously oh, like hacky. But I was yeah. listening to uh, <laughs> one of the DJs, and he was just like, "Hey, do you hear there's a uh, 26 piece camping set they've got on special at Canadian Tire?" And the girls were like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah, you get uh, a barbecue, uh, two cha- long chairs, and 24 beer." <laughs> Because it was like 24 (laughs) beer plus the two items. And I laughed and I laughed and I called my dad, (laughs) told him the joke. And he was like, uh, like, oh, good one. And then I thought about it later and I was like, I really got to get back to comedy clubs. (laughs) (laughs) This is not funny. This is the worst. (laughs) Um, Maybe you could give us a little history, Carla. Sure. I'm going to do a little um, the darker side of (laughs) <laughs> long weekends. Long weekends. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So the day is May twenty fourth, eighteen eighty one. It is in. This is London, Ontario, Canada. Oh yes. The SS Victoria, because it is. Uh, did we mention this? That it is called Victoria Day in Canada. That's what this the May long weekend is called. What? I think it's called. Um, it is Victoria Day. Uh, Memorial Day in America, I think that's the what happens next weekend. So yep, different. And I think in the UK it's just Bank Holiday. Oh really? One, bank <laughs> Holiday too. <laughs> Whatever. I like. Um, anyway, so this so the SS Victoria is out on a uh, an excursion Ooh. on the Thames River near Kenzie Park in London, Ontario. Like I said, and it capsizes and sinks. Jesus. It killed between 180 and 200 people and is one of the was one of the worst maritime disasters in Canada at the time. Jesus. Now, you say, well, this is not funny. <laughs> I'll get to that part. It's kind of funny. It's not Depends good, what you think funny is. Yeah. Um basically what was happening, there was this weird uh not weird river, but it was a very um not a huge river, the Thames. I'm get, I can't, this is so confusing because it's called the Thames River and it's in London, but in Canada. What? Yeah. Really? I was like, yes. when you said the Thames, I was like, I I transported to the UK. 
I know. I'm like, and and because I'm like, I know all these words, but then I'm like, I've never been there. So I, my brain is like, I'm like, but I know where the Thames River is and I know where London is, but this is a different one. And it's very confusing. <laughs> Anyways, okay. let's, let's be there. Uh, so uh, London, Ontario in the late uh, 19th century was this kind of very flourishing community. There was 19,000 people already there. And so they needed to get uh, water basically to that area so they built a dam and uh there this uh thames river river which was naturally only five feet deep uh once the dam was built it actually helped raise the water level they had access to more water and then there's this like lovely thing where you could now use it as a like a boating area oh how lovely how lovely (laughs) So uh, two companies decided they were going to create these excursion passenger carriers that would take you from London to the um, Springbank Park, where you could, you know, hang out, picnic, whatever. So that sounds lovely, right? Yes. This is the first time they've they've used this boat this time. So this is Tuesday, like I said, May 1881. So I guess, and I don't know if we have any history facts or facts on this, but... Um, it used to be called May, it's May 24th, and so it would always take place on actually May 24th, so that's why it's a Tuesday and not a Monday. But oh, anyway. I see. That makes sense. So. They do call it, they still call it the the May 2-4. Like, yeah. no matter, yeah. even if it doesn't land not... on it. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. So, I guess maybe back then they still considered that. Whatever. Anyway, so... Um, a bunch of people. This is very exciting. It's a 15 cent round trip ticket. So they'll take you down. They'll leave you at the park and you can, um, you know, pick the, the day away and then they'll take you back. Ooh. So. That sounds 9 nice. 9 a.m. I know. This is beautiful. Uh, so 9 a.m. The Victoria takes on a bunch of passengers, drops them off. Um, they make two stops usually. One at the cemetery and one at Ward's Hotel to drop off people to, you know, check out their family members at the old cemetery. Mm -hmm. And Ward's Hotel just basically to drop off people that wanted to go to the tavern or mostly just workers. So the majority of people are going to the picnic area. So they drop them off. They do the trip twice more. So they bring, they're bringing all these passenger ships or passengers out. Now, the problem is, is that very few people had actually then made the return trip back. So this is 4.30. Yeah. Now people are like, okay, I had enough picnicking. Let's go home. All done. Um, All done. I'm a little drunk. <laughs> Need to go and lay down. So, but one of the, so there was, the Victoria was the big ship. And then there was two other ships. And one had gotten stuck in... Um, the water and so the other boat was trying to pull it out so they're not carrying anybody back at that point oh so the victoria then picks up people at about 5 p.m and people uh flood onto the boat Uh, and as the article pointed out that i was reading some had been at the tavern (laughs) uh it was supposed to only carry um, around maybe 400 people. Um, and already then there was 
at least 600 people in this that had just rammed themselves onto the boat. So the captain's freaking out and he sends his ship ship crew down to tell people that they had to get off and there were too many people aboard, but only 15 people obeyed because who cares if the boat actually sinks because the river is so shallow. I think it's 70 feet five, 75 feet wide across. Yeah. And they're like, oh, and it's like not very deep or anything. So we can just like, they're like capsize. We'll just walk off. <laughs> I love, I love the theory that people were just like, you know, it's only it's giving the dimensions to each other drunkly. If it capsizes, yeah. no biggie. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, even somebody says, okay, and here's the other thing about this river. Like I said, it's it's very um, shallow. I think I found some reports that it was 12 feet deep, which is still not very big for like a, sh- like this was a two-tiered boat, steam-powered um, boat, uh, and like not that much water. Like the, the boat was 79 feet long and 26 feet wide, but it only was two feet into the water. So very top heavy. Okay. Just that's kind of that. And that was what they expected it to be. That was their. Right. That's what they knew what happened. So anyways, it does start to rock. And somebody says, oh, I don't like the way the boat is rocking. And another guy says to him, what does it matter if the if the boat capsizes, we can walk to shore. Even those two young ones of yours. They were like, don't rock the boat. Rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat. Yeah. Okay. I just checked if that was the song being sung. Uh, this, yeah, that's the that's what he was singing back in 1881. Um, that man later saw the father that had said that, and one of his daughters and a friend disappear under 12 feet of water. So Ooh. he probably should have kept his mouth shut. He's like, 12 feet is taller than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so the captain, obviously, he's the, so they've had to take off. Um, so they're they're traveling down the river and um high spirited youths <laughs> God damn start youths. running from side to side on the upper deck because you know how that's super fun right like when you're in a boat like a rowboat and you like run and you try to tip it and it's super funny except for this has 600 people on it so it was maybe less money but people thought it was great and more passengers joined in sending this boat like rocking precariously um it caused water to rush over the lower deck and like at one point it was uh, ankle deep the water down there oh my god yeah so <laughs> pretty shallow yeah um so this at this point the captain's like okay fuck this you guys are being assholes right uh he found like a sandbar he's like i'm just gonna ram the boat into the sandbar and everyone's getting off the fucking boat because i'm not gonna they're not it's not gonna be able to make it back to the london like to london ontario <laughs> So, um, as he's making this decision, uh, at the same time, two racing boats, like little, little, um, like little scully boats or whatever they're called. Yep. Um, come past and the two guys in it are like, oh, we'll give them a little race, you know, to watch while, well, like, um, I was up the river. So they start racing and everybody, of course, is like, oh, we'll just run over to the starboard side. All of the people. <laughs> and just as that happened, um, the captain, as he's trying to um, like beach the, the boat, 
He feels a jar as if something has scraped the bottom of the boat. None of this is going well. No. So people realize now, oh, if we run to the starboard side, this boat's starting to get like really, really, really sideways. So they actually run back to the port side. But this over balances everything and the boat starts to tip this then dislodged the boiler because this is a steamship um it crashes through like sort of the outside of the boat um and into some of the the um braces for the upper deck (laughs) and not only does it like scald a bunch of people on the spot and i believe it may have killed also somebody just instantly with its scalding water this causes water to flood in through the hole and then the upper deck crumbles onto the lower deck, trapping people in there at the same time that the boat is going to the port side and falling over. God damn. Yeah. So now some people, including a 14-year-old boy and a policeman, had kind of cottoned on to the before this all happened that this was not going very well and had noticed that the boat was with all these idiots running back and forth. Um, so they actually jumped out of the boat and swam away and they just did it in time for them not to be hit by any of this falling wreckage oh my god so they swam to shore and threw some like wood planks into the water to help people swim ashore but that wasn't really the problem the problem was there were 600 people now in this very small space i don't know if you've ever been in like a pool where there's way too many people (laughs) i've I've been in a bathtub where there's way too many people, but that's a different story for a different podcast. Oh, that's fun. Part of the problem is, is that like a lot, when the when the um, boats start to um, go over, it actually threw some of the people off into the riverbed on the port side, and then they were crushed by the falling ship. The other aspect that's going on here is that then suddenly the ship doesn't have like this huge extra passenger weight. So it actually starts to right itself and then sink, but that traps those people on the lower deck. So if it was on its side, they may have been able to get out, but now it's just going into the water. God. There's also people, women, sorry, wearing Victorian era dresses, which not great for swimming in. I got it. So much heavier than you need to swim. Yeah. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> and then a lot of people just didn't know how to swim. And so they were drowning like 30, 40 feet from the shore. Some were even 15 feet from uh, the shore. And there's just a ton, a ton of people in the water. So there's reports of people walking over other people. Uh, So one witness shows up. His name is Frank Moore. He is a horse-drawn hack cab driver. (laughs) I don't think that's what that's called, but... Um, he actually attributed, he saw this all happen and he attributed the heavy loss of life, not to just the boat capsizing, but the frantic scramble to get to the river's edge. So he'd been driving his horse-drawn carriage with John Carling, the founder of Carling Brewery. I don't know if you get Carling over here. It's a beer. It's kind of like a light. Yeah. I, kind of like a Canadian, I guess. Kind of. Yeah, I've had it before. Yeah. So when they saw the accident, they went and... Um, went to help the um, hack driver actually drove several women back into the city in his vehicle um, and went so fast that unfortunately one of his horses later died that night because he was working them so hard to get these people into the city away from the water. 
because uh, remember, it's Canada. It's very long weekend. It's cold. <laughs> it's not going to be warm, no matter what the two no. weeks before that were. Yeah. It may have been a sunny day, but that water, not going to be warm. <laughs> so by 6.30, news has reached the city, and people are stampeding towards the scene. Um, and they find a lot of people uh, this of survivors clinging to the wreck of the Victoria, because it wasn't like... That it like if it fell down to the ground, it was still in the water, like above the water. I think I was gonna say like in like where it's ankle deep, (laughs) it doesn't even feel like the bow would be under. Yeah, so they smartly um, just kind of hung on to the wreck until the congestion in the water cleared. Uh, Because what was happening is people were like trying to grab their kids, and they were climbing over people, and like people were pushing and shoving, and like kind of unfortunately like to save their rest of their family or oh 100 it was a stampede effect i mean yeah exactly. people don't care about- i just never heard of that in the water but yeah that it makes sense that's when people when it starts to get like crazy mm-hmm. you're on your own even your mm-hmm. best friend will trample over your own head <laughs> yeah <laughs> john cordis uh is one of the first to arrive and he helps people out of the water uh, but sadly, his exertions coupled with the cold water gave him pneumonia, and he actually dies two weeks later. So we saved all these people, but he himself perished and became a victim as well. I read that two young men had also died during the rescue efforts, but I only saw that in one place. Uh, so the Princess Louise, this was one of the other smaller boats. Remember, it was pull- it was trying to pull the small other smaller boat out? Uh-huh. Um, so it shows up, and... It is turned into a floating morgue. <laughs> That's a <So>. terrible. <laughs> it's a bad boat. May game. long weekend, a floating <laughs> morgue. <laughs> yeah. That should be the name of this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so by 10 o'clock, um, 157 bodies were removed from the water and put on this boat. Here's an awful fact the police chief had to mount three men on the morgue boat to prevent looting and removal of the bodies. Oh, geez. Now, some of that might have just been, like, people are looking for their kids. Because there's, of the, what they think, between 181 to 200 people, um, they believe that 110 of those were children. Now, I don't mean to make light of a terrible situation. But what I've I've pictured when you said prevent men from removing bodies, and then you said because they were just looking for their children... Now yeah. all I've pictured is just somebody going through kids and being like, eh, not mine, and hucking them into the water. Not mine. <laughs> Yoink. Over the board. And the kids are like, I'm still alive. You're like, is your name Thomas? No, it's Devin. Yoink. Over the edge. Don't care. <laughs> not my problem. Also, I don't know uh, that in, in, in this particular year there was a lot of Devins, but. <laughs> you know what? He was a pioneer. Yeah. He was uh... He was the first Devin. The first Devin to ever be <laughs> chucked overboard. <laughs> That's why he survived. It was his his new fancy name. Now when people are like, oh yeah, we chucked Devin overboard, everyone's like, Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> um so yeah, anyways. I'm assuming yeah, it was mostly people that were just trying to find their family. Yeah. <laughs> but you know Hilariously. Hilarious. Uh, one father looked all through the night in the water for his 12-year-old son, who he had let go to the park for the day, um, and had given him, like, the 15 cents to take the the boat. 
12 years old. Yeah. I mean, the dad had said, like, he didn't want to let him go, but he, he did. So we can't find him. It's dawn. He returns home, and the boy walks in. He's like, hey, dude. <laughs> he's like, And he... He's like, oh, I changed my mind. I wanted to take the train Good man. to Port Stanley and miss the last train home and walk the 25 miles home. I mean, like, when I was 12, I was allowed to walk to school. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm not sure I was allowed to get on a random train. Me and friend of the pod, Lena, went downtown one time to TD Square and oh. uh, called our mothers when we got there. And we were like, <laughs> I swear we were 15 years old and like in grade 10 and we took the train down, which was like four more stops and went to yeah. the mall, called our mothers and they were uh, incensed. They were furious. <laughs> like yeah. we were both so embarrassed at our own mother's reactions because we had to call on pay phones. Uh, we right, cell phones yeah. yet. So we called on pay phones and I, we like got off the phone. I was like, is everything okay? And she's like, yeah, everything's fine. Is everything okay with you? And I was like, yeah. And then like three seconds later, I was like, my mom's so mad. We got to go home. She's like, mine too. <laughs> and then the two of us were livid. The, we took the train back and she's like, can you even believe the gall they have? Because yeah. at that age, our brothers were allowed to just do whatever they wanted. Oh, yeah. And we took yeah. the train four stops further. And my mother, <laughs> it, it's like we went to the elephant boneyard on the Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yeah. yeah, they're like, that's the dark side of the mountain. We don't go <laughs> to TD Square. <laughs> so this kid just willy nilly i mean he was a boy yeah. so he was probably allowed to do whatever the f- 12 like that's pretty wanted. tiny um yeah but yeah it falls on that kid man and um, can you imagine too he just like walks into his house and his dad's been like he's like where were you he's like i was on the train where were you he's like i was on a boat looking for your lifeless body (laughs) he's like oh yeah i heard you were chucking babies (laughs) (laughs) he's like all i did was bet on some kid devin is really upset right he's like do you you hear about devin he got chucked over the edge into ankle deep water he didn't die he's pissed (laughs) just so bad um so many of the rescuers were sure that the passengers if the passengers hadn't seen that boat race that the ship wouldn't have capsized this is my own opinion they seemed pretty they were doing some dubious behavior yeah i'm sure it was something else would have happened later and this it wasn't going well in the first place um and so these two no. um scholars were watch watch this like they they were like oh we'll just have like a fun little we'll give them a little show turn around fucking boats on the side so they actually row in and they start saving people and they actually saved 15 people that way so oh wow i think that was yeah i think they're at fault there's everyone is at fault in the situation um another 18 bodies were recovered by 8 a.m the next day another four during that day Okay, here's another here's another fun fact. Um, <laughs> You're like, make, so, make light of this one. Yeah. How do you get bodies out of water that have sunk in? Oh, fuck. Do you have any ideas? Well, do you have any Victorian stupid ideas you'd like to throw at me? <laughs> I mean, they probably drag a fishnet. Nope. They fired artillery artillery pieces from the um, London Field Battery over the wreck. Okay. Because they thought the explosions would raise the bodies. What? 
So turn yeah, turns out not that's not true. They're like <laughs> that's not a that doesn't work. Can so, you imagine this you know. is just like this is like the hackiest bit that's ever been written. It's just like the one where the doctor keeps coming in, like saying a worse thing. He's yeah. like they're like your loved ones are dead. Oh God. At sea. They've died at sea. We'll never resume them or we'll never see them again. Well, yeah. I mean we thought of that. We thought you'd be sad. So they're like, you got them? They're like, well, we blew them up by accident. <laughs> so we have a toe. So, but So the truth is, and I know people say this and it's cliche, but they are truly everywhere around you. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> In the most uh. literal sense of the... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so May 25th, burial started. They actually ran out of coffins on the first day because this is like a small, like it's a town of 19,000 people. They don't have like 200 fucking coffins just laying around. Um, also fun. Uh, so there were hackmen or liverymen or draymen, I guess, who were all like carrying people. Like, so, you know, you would carry the coffin or whatever. They all raised their rates. <laughs> That's a little... Little yeah. capitalistic, economic, whatever. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see if we can put a price on love. Turns out we yeah. can. Yeah, we can. Um, so, yeah, what what happened? Well, <laughs> A, don't fucking try to tip the boat. Hey, man, when they wrote release that song, Don't Rock the Boat, they were not kidding. <laughs> this, was, this was because of the... Don't tip the boat over. Um, so... Like I said, there was kind of two companies. They were building these different boats to capitalize in this new opportunity for, you know, these excursion boats. So in 1879, they built the Enterprise. <laughs> different kind of Enterprise. Yep. Um, but it caught fire and sank in the winter the same year. God damn it. But you know what? These are these are recycling people. We were talking about recycling dead, dead uh, coffins in another episode. This one. Yeah. <laughs> um, they raised the ship, repaired it, and renamed it the Victoria after, obviously, Queen Victoria. <laughs> um, and it was, uh, the, the boat was inspected and approved, but only for that one year. <laughs> By the head of the Coffin Makers Association. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, boat fine. Um, keep her rolling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're just going to hike the coffin prices a little bit before them. <laughs> so apparently the inspection um, license expired two days before oh. the disaster. God damn it. I don't know if that would have mattered or anything. So anyways, like basically the boat was probably not not great not in the best of uh shape it had actually then like been sold to george parish um and he i think kind of well he said that he thought that the paperwork was you know extended till the next year or something whatever right yeah. who knows if they could read i don't it's whatever he's like um i'm used to just x's <laughs> <laughs> uh the hull had been punctured like the um like the captain had thought and and a jury found um, the wreck to be responsible, or sorry, it found responsibility for the wreck to the captain, Captain Rankin, and George Parrish, the owner. Uh, they found that the boiler wasn't securely fashion- fastened. That was that thing, like, when they were, like, rocking the boat, that the boiler came off. God. I mean, like, maybe if the boiler hadn't come off, 
maybe it would have just tipped over. I don't. I mean, also the stanchions, stanchions, stanchions. Yep. Do you know this word? I, okay. I know it. My okay. my dad says it all the time. I don't know what it Good. means. Okay. Well, apparently those those were supporting the decks, and they were too slender and not properly braced. Oh, basically like beams, upward beams, vertical beams exactly. as a stanchion. Yeah. Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so also too many people on the boat. Yeah. Um, rocking back and forth, not a great idea. No. We used to do that uh, on the beer on the bus the buses. We'd rock the bus on beer. Oh, good God. On beer <laughs> uh, lucky or alive. Pop crawls. We would and the Oh yeah, okay. Well that's to be expected. And the driver would always go, You guys can do anything on my bus, but don't rock the bus. Like you can drink. You can party. <laughs> you don't have to sit down. You can jump around. And then it was just yeah. like that's all you wanted to do was rock the bus. Oh, yeah. When somebody tells right. you no, you're like, I wanna rock this bus. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd almost tip it over yeah well you could have been part of a victoria good thing i wasn't in ankle ankle deep water <laughs> yeah exactly i mean it was 12 foot in some places yeah yeah um but yeah it was mostly the fact that there was just 600 people in this tiny like watery space and they're drowning and like climbing over top of each other and climbing over top of that. Panic. Like, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Panic. Sure, panic. I will say this too. Yeah. Like, um, uh, this is kind of an interesting fact and a little besides the point. But yeah. when the when the fires happened in uh, mm -hmm. northern Alberta, northern mm -hmm. Alberta is really known for its blue collar people, like because it's all yeah. oil fields and like you know the equipment to make oil fields. It's all it's very blue collar. But in a blue collar world, everyone's so safety trained. Like, that's what they right. train you, like, nonstop to do is, like, if something happens, be calm, yeah. file out, help each other. Like, and it's just, like, drilled into your brain. So when all those happen, fires happen in Fort Mac, people, like, just, like, not, nobody died. People just filed orderly. One, one person died, but that wasn't, that was because of an explosion, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, people just order, like, filed in an orderly manner out of the city and, like, helped yeah. each other out of their homes and, like, the same thing is, like, the floods in Calgary. People just calmly got out of their houses. And I I, I, I can't completely attribute that to, like, all being blue-collar trained. But it is a very blue-collar place here. And, like, that is, like, in people's minds. So it's just, like, when crazy, like, things happen, yeah, you're kind of, yeah, I don't know. I just, side point. I think, yeah, no, and I think, like... These people were like right from the get go. Like it doesn't matter if the boat falls over, yeah. and they were like, hammered, and they were hammered, and they were or children or like women in really heavy dresses or people who can't swim. Yeah, it was just a bad. So yeah, I feel like everyone was at fault in this situation. <laughs> they should have called it the Darwin. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. So holy smokes, Carl, is that your history? Mm -hmm. That's my history. I like this. I like this week's story. This was fun. <laughs> it's a little dark. A little dark. I'm, I did have to look up. I didn't give you as many like boating terms as I found. I spent a lot of time today just looking up weird boating words. <laughs> Keel? <laughs> Dude, I'm like, I, I'm like starboard. Yeah. I, I have a boating license too. To tell the whatever government body that gave me that. And I could not tell you anything. I know how to park a motorboat though 
I uh, don't have a boating license, but if you need me to drive your boat, let me know. Because <laughs> I've done it lots. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I will. Uh, that's pretty funny, man. That's. Uh, I don't know a lot of boating words. I do watch uh, constantly oh, no. on YouTube this family that boat. They're a yachting family. Oh. Well, they're just a they're they're a sailing family. They're not a yachting family. Yeah, there's a difference between yachts. Yeah, and sailing. they're not on a yacht. They're on a catamaran sailboat, and they travel oh, that's different across. There's no staff on a catamaran, I assume. Yeah, they just they just sail across the world over and over and over again, and they live and they have a little boy. Yeah, and I'm like obsessed with their YouTube channel because they just like <laughs> go to all these beautiful places and like have beach fires and fish for all their food and anyways yeah. been learning a lot of boating terms is what i was <laughs> gonna tell you it's good it's good uh, shall between I... them, the two of us we'll we'll be fine on a boat <laughs> shall i uh bring you into the future yes please fire fire and doom <laughs> uh, <okay>. <laughs> well i thought for this week i would give you uh what's gonna happen across the country uh in every province uh for okay. at least the Oh, this is really future. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, like this is present. This will be, well, it's currently future. Yeah. And it will be present day when it happens. Because <laughs> that's yeah, how that's, time that's works. That's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, uh, British Columbia, all throughout the uh, Vancouver and Lower <laughs> Mainland. Rain. <laughs> Yep, that's to be expected. Uh, Alberta, all throughout southern Alberta, uh, was snow, but it's been upgraded yep. to, you guessed it, rain. Woo! Northern Woo! Alberta, thunder showers and rain. Yeah. Uh, Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan was going to have like a cold snap, but mm-hmm. it's it's somehow progressed. Like it keeps like throughout the week, it keeps getting warmer and warmer, but don't let it fool you. Because <laughs> hey, you know what happens is if you were you were supposed to get snow, you'll get ice showers instead of rain. Oh, that's fun. Uh, uh, Ontario rain, and then I didn't care yeah. about Quebec, but <laughs> I don't know what they're doing over there. Um, that's okay. I have, a, I have a good fact about them later. Oh, do you? So that will justify your decision. Yeah. <laughs> my my shitty decision to not include Quebec. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, no, but you know what? It's going to be raining. It's going to be raining yeah. and or snowing. But don't let it stop you because if you are, if you have a camping spot, uh, I guess you're supposed to just go with your family. But if you can do that or yeah. your cohorts in your house, do it. Yeah. You know why? Yeah. Because as shitty as it is, it's just as fun. Exactly. When, if you're gardening, bring those plants back inside. Yeah. Get your, put your little hut together Ooh. i gotta I, I i i take down my gazebo cover and i create a little greenhouse with it oh that's cute yeah. i just let everything die and then actually i don't know what i'll do yet i will I haven't planned it yet my this is my first i'm second garden that i've not killed yet my parents came over the other day and moved all my flowers and rewatered them oh. and i was a level of furious and my mom said, your begonias were going to die. And then I said, why don't you mind your own begonias? Uh, I'm cutting that. I do not, because that's what happened. <laughs> and then she was like, literally, all your flowers are going to die. And I was like, I can do it myself. And then I like realized, I was like, oh, all those flowers actually were going to die. I'm actually really grateful that they did that. <laughs> it's how you learn, though. Sort of. Isn't that what we learned in gardening? Mm-hmm. It's all about failure and learning about failure. Learning it. <laughs> learning that you're a failure 
That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. But anywho, so yeah, don't let it stop you from going uh, on the trip. Just go, but it's going to rain and you're going to get wet. Yeah. So if you don't, don't get mad about just it. Prepare for that. Just prepare. Yeah. Bring an extra pair of slacks. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in the 1950s. Put a pair, put a good pair of slacks in your throat. Let Brittany go back to comedy. She's become an <laughs> old lady making dad jokes. Yeah, just, I was also just saw like a one piece set that they're advertising as like grandparents uh, summer matching t- shorts and shirt. <laughs> and they're like selling it to young people but grandparents are modeling it right and it's all i want now <laughs> i just want a matching flamenco again mm-hmm. sweatshirt or not sweat like golf shirt and shorts very golden girl it's all i want that and yeah. a pair of uh, linen white linen pants mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that too much to ask <laughs> all right well that's the future that's the future that's the future the present should we get into the present yeah it's and this is a present (laughs) i was gonna say but then i didn't want to because i thought you'd yell at me (laughs) (laughs) it's openly okay when i pun because i'm not a professional comedian (laughs) you you shan't pun (laughs) um yeah we uh we picked the moscow mule this week so good. I'm surprised we, we haven't kind of done this. I think we, I think we kind of talked about it because we just wanted to savor it, like it was going to be, because it's it's very good. I love Moscow Mule. It comes in such a cool cup. So there's a reason for the cup, and I'll get into it. Oh, okay. first things first. Would you like to know what goes into a Moscow Mule? Mm-hmm. Okay, please. Vodka, uh, spicy Ooh. ginger beer, lime juice, and garnished with a wedge of lime very simple it is so simple and it's really quite Even easy this week i don't have an alternative that is what i put in there i know i was like actually you know what i did this week which is unlike me i didn't even make the cocktail i went to go buy uh ginger beer and they were just yeah. selling moscow meals oh, yeah. in a can and i was like yeah oh i could skip the whole thing is that the eau claire one this is actually the it's called mutters Oh. Or muddlers, M U D D L E R S, which makes more sense than mutters. But if it was mutters, I think it was like a Newfoundland thing. But like, right? It's not. This is a this is mutters Moscow Mule. It comes in a copper cup, which is fitting. Oh, or a copper a can. Yeah, which is fitting. Um, it was. It's okay, but like literally to make the cocktail, it's really pretty easy. You just need ginger beer, yeah. a shot of vodka, a splash of lime juice. Uh, mm-hmm. garnished with lime you're laughing baby you could throw some people throw simple syrup in there oh yeah yeah but it's not even a shaken cocktail yeah it told me to put mine in a shaker and i was like i'm not doing more dishes today you could <laughs> so i just it's throw it all in the thing i think it's just to chill the lime and the vodka more yeah when you put it in there you could you could that's the nice you want it very cold it's nice when it's very cold it does well so it's served in a copper mug is its traditional Mm -hmm. thing and the reason it's served there is because uh the cup takes on the temperature of the drink oh so it keeps it it like literally stays exactly as cold as you want it to Right. Like if you put it in a glass and you had your hands wrapped around the glass, much oh, like we yeah. talk about with wine, it changes the temperature. But this yeah. copper mug typically has a handle and the copper chills to the same temperature. 
So you're never changing the temperature of the drink and it's always yeah. like incredibly cold and refreshing and yummy. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know how you feel about ginger. I love ginger. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I'm all about the uh uh I was not feeling very well the other week. Not COVID related, probably just <laughs> normal Carla stuff. Um and so for the first time ever, because I'm back living in Calgary, um, my mom brought me like you know groceries or whatever yeah she shows up with this like six pack or eight pack of ginger ale oh and andy goes like oh this is where you get your thing about anytime you're sick you need ginger ale i'm like i like have a hidden stash in my house oh yeah of ginger ale for when i feel ill it's the only thing that makes like if i'm nauseous the only thing that makes Mm -hmm. me feel better is ginger ale yeah even though the thing is just full of sugar and probably has no ginger in it but even you know what like even just eating pickled ginger makes my tummy Mm. feel better oh that's the best part of sushi it is i I mean there's multiple parts of good sushi but all the pickled ginger i don't even put it on anything for you yeah i don't put it on anything i just eat it plain Mm -hmm. or sometimes you know what i do i throw it in a beer like in a like a sapporo i take the pickled ginger and i just huck huck it in there i've never seen anybody else do it i just started doing it (laughs) And I just am like, everyone is gagged out by it, but I'm like, mm-hmm. it's like a hint of ginger. It, it yeah, tastes so good. It just looks gross because it's like pickled ginger at the pink, sitting at the like, bottom of the beer. Yeah, it does look kind of flesh-like, I guess. So, so the Moscow Mule is pretty uh, interesting drink. Uh, was not created in Moscow. <laughs> oh. I know. Are you telling me cocktails sometimes lie to us? They always lie. Um, the mule was born in Manhattan, Ooh. but well, it starts with an M. Yes, that's Close. true. It stalled on the West Coast for the duration. The birthplace of Little Moscow was in New York's Chatham Hotel. Oh. That was back in 1941 when the first carload of Jack Morgan's Cock and Bull Ginger Beer was railing over the plains to give New Yorkers a happy surprise. Uh, so what happened was they. Uh, the, they had kind of figured out like ginger beer had become a big thing on the west coast right. and it was slowly kind of moving across the across the US in hitting everywhere so the cocktail had not yet been uh, created but people were like right. really catching on to ginger beer right which is non-alcoholic just in case yeah it's not an al- you can get you can get crabby's ginger beer which is an alcoholic yeah, ginger right. beer which is delicious mm-hmm. but it that's different like regular ginger mm-hmm. beer is just it's not non-alcoholic. Anyways, yeah. so uh, there were three friends in a bar uh, in right. the Chatham bar. In the Chatham bar, John A. Morgan, known as Jack. Yeah. I hate that John and Jack are interchangeable. I know that's the same amount of word letters. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, where were the Devons when we needed them? Right now, uh, no. So John A. Morgan, who was the president of Cock and Bull. Um, which I love the name of that products mm-hmm. and the owner of Hollywood cock and bull restaurant. Uh, another one was John G. Martin, the president of GF Holton brothers, Inc. Uh, I don't know what they do. And the third was Rudolph Canute, which, ah, oh, good name. You know what? Canute Canute is a very uh, Norwegian name. I have a lot of relatives named Canute. There's a very, cause it's K N U T. Is that right? It's actually, this is, this is K. K-U-N-E-T-T, which is not, oh, Canute is not spelled that way in Norway either. 
Yeah, there's a uh, king Canute, Canute in Britain. I assume came from Norway. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I have like uh, I we come from the Canutesons, I think. Oh, so they're cool. yeah. Anywho, sorry. No, that's all right. My glasses got all foggy because I got lime on them, <laughs> and oh, no. we got all lost in this Canute and Devon talk. <laughs> well, lost my well. We now know what we'll name our future children at least. Devon and Canute. <laughs> uh so anyways so let's be honest those will be fur babies that we'll be having <laughs> um so uh rudolf Knut was the president of smirnoff at the time the pierre smirnoff oh. branch uh which was uh the hugh blends vodka division as jack tells it we three were uh quaffing a slug <laughs> nibbling or quaffing. Love it. i also like quaffing a slug that's a great yeah, I don't know. That's like, obviously, that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna call it drinking from now. Quaffing a slug, quaffing a slug. <laughs> nibbling on hors d'oeuvres, and uh, shoving. Oh my god, my glasses just went mental. Shoving uh, something. Oh, and shoving towards inventive geniuses. So basically, uh... I love I love the way he's put this. <laughs> we were quaffing a slug, nibbling hors d'oeuvres, and shoving towards inventive geniuses, which just means they were hammered and solving the world's problems. <laughs> so uh, Martin and Canute had their minds on their vodka and wondered what would happen if a two-ounce shot joined the Morgan's ginger beer and a squeeze mm-hmm. of lemon. Uh, I, they ordered it. They poured it into mugs, and the concoction was put together. Cups were raised, and the men... Oh, my God. And the men counted to five, and they went down. So they were just chugging these. That's like all the... This is this is actually so funny. Um, so it was so good that they started sharing it with all their friends. Uh, four or five days later, the mixture was then called the Moscow Mule. Great. So it was a bunch of, like, drink reps, essentially. Yeah. Like, I mean, they owned all these companies, but it, they were all partying in Manhattan. Ginger beer just become a thing. And they wondered if they put vodka in there, that it would be the thing. So th- they also say, like, this is the story everyone tells. Right. But, like, I highly doubt these three people were in a room together. <laughs> so let me get this straight. <laughs> the CEO of Ginger Beer. <laughs> yeah. He's C- hanging out with. I get maybe. I mean, maybe. Possible. Famous people do hang out together. That's true. And they do quaff slugs. Dude, quaffing a slug? <laughs> Fuck, that's good. I you, This episode is either going to be called <laughs> Long Weekend. Oh, it's 100% getting that one. Uh, quaffing a slug? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. So the suggestion? Sorry, Long Weekend. Oh, Long Weekend, the, a floating coffin or something? <laughs> Damn. Last week I couldn't come up with an episode title, and this week I got two. Yeah, I see. Isn't that always the thing? <laughs> um, so a lot of people uh, say that, they, I mean, that's really the only story that's been told about it, but it seems a little adventurous to me, but it's kind of fun that it is told about it, because it's like, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I mean... I guess, like, the, you know, it is all about, like, whenever something new, like, you know, you get kombucha, I think, is probably alcoholic. Like, anything that's kind of that yeah um, fatty thing, I can see that. It being. People just throw alcohol into fad stuff. Dude, 100%. I'm surprised frozen yogurt never got boozy. <laughs> we should make yeah. it. Because <laughs> there's, like, root beer floats. 
Um, you could make a root beer, root beer alcohol float. Oh, there's definitely going to be a root beer uh, alcohol drink. We'll make one. Yeah. It's okay. guys. It's root beer and whatever you have. Yeah, an ice cream. Uh, <laughs> so sometimes right. the the vodka or sorry the Moscow Mule can be called a vodka buck, oh, okay. um, because a buck is just any drink made with a ginger beer. Right. So if you say like, oh, it's kind of like uh, you know, what's the thing? Um, the grapefruit juice and what are those called? Mm-hmm. Oh, this isn't a great point if I can't think about it. <laughs> uh, it's just a. I like it. It's just a kind of drink. So it's like if something's a buck, it's it's basically anything mixed with ginger beer. Oh right, okay. So this is that a, a high 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 ball high ball? Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I was I was thinking more shanty. Oh, a shanty. You know, which is like anything with like yes. a, a shanty is essentially uh, like juice and a thing and yeah, like soda, lemonade, or Seven Up with beer. Yeah, essentially. So. Which, yeah, I guess it's kind of, I mean, it's quite, quite citrusy. Right. So pop a couple of Tums if you're going to be drinking Moscow Mules. Oh, day. I'm telling you this. I took like four Losex, which are like, <laughs> it always gives me the worst heartburn. Yeah. But it is I'm nice. I'm powering through it right now, but I'm uh, going to be chugging a lot of water. <laughs> yeah, I, I got them in cans, which is dangerous because if I have to make them, I'll only make one or two. But if I have six cans, guess what's happening? Oh, yeah. I'm drinking six Moscow Mules. Yes. Yeah. I would, uh, if you can get it, the Eau Claire Moscow Mules are pretty good too. Um, and I think they do infused vodka. So that's kind of where you get a little more crazy here. Infuse your vodka with something else. Like... <laughs> Frozen yogurt. <laughs> Frozen yogurt <laughs> infused vodka. I like that. <laughs> yeah. um, have you got any uh, fun facts for us? I do. Uh, so a 2015 survey of a thousand Canadians by Ancestry.ca uh, found out that half of pe- half of the people didn't know why we celebrate Victoria Day, yeah. which is the Canadian holiday. Do you know why we celebrate Victoria Day? I did just look it up today and you want to know something mm-hmm. fun? I already forgot. Mm-hmm. Like it's because hold on, I, <laughs> it marks the end of the winter and the unofficial start to spring. Is that one? Uh, I don't know about that. I think it's just um, Queen Victoria's birthday. I just try not to to talk about Queen Victoria. <laughs> I would. Oh, that's another thing. The one opportunity you had to <laughs> fully indulge yourself in Queen Vic on the on the Victoria Day episode. Yeah, you went. You went. Fucking <laughs> bought. I did say Victoria. It was a boat named Victoria. You did, and in London, in the Thames. This is why I love you. <laughs> I knew I was getting in trouble if I talked. There's about no anymore. trouble. This would have been your perfect <laughs> opportunity. There's no way I could dispute it. I'd be like, of course, this makes all of the sense. Don't worry, I'm going to bring it up in like a random episode about like heating your home or something ridiculous. This is why. I, <laughs> and I'm not being facetious. I'm, I, I truly mean it from the bottom of my heart. This is where my love is because it's, it's, it's sort of random and mm-hmm. it's fun and you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> you're like heating you're like episode about victoria day dead children episode about heating your home victoria, victoria. <laughs> so it was it was declared a holiday by the province of canada oh we were province in 1845 right because we were still attached uh 
we were still attached and it made it Canada's oldest state holiday. Oh. Um, yeah. So, but it was after Queen Victoria, who was still alive at the time. Um, it's also, this is a weird thing. This is what I need to get onto. Um, it's also considered the official birthday of Queen Elizabeth II in Canada. <laughs> the Queen has like 75 birthdays. So every year she has her official birthday, which is in April, I think. And then, did she just have a birthday? I can't remember. Anyways, sometime around now. Um, but in the UK, they celebrate it in July, which is like the official, official birthday. Like, and then all around the world, we have different days for her to have a birthday. Isn't your birthday the day you're born? Um, not if you're a queen. Okay, just check in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to have like 17. I got to get on on this. I want, I want multi-birthdays. <laughs> <days. laughs> It was just Carla's birthday. Happy birthday, Carla. Thank you. I had a lovely day, so I just want that repeated over oh, every day for the rest of the year. It was it was a lovely day. People just sort of yeah. like socially distanced and stopped by yeah. and had a drink in your yard. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I could do that every yeah. day. I know. I'd be like <laughs> sometimes and I'm sure once COVID is over, hopefully that's that's what we'll do. And then we can record a podcast together in the same room this- and still not be able to get our titles together. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> if that, if that can't change. Just because no. just we've got one year down the... Doesn't mean we can go <laughs> changing. Don't go chasing waterfalls, yeah. gals. Just stick to the rivers and the lakes <laughs> that you're used to. <laughs> uh, I mentioned I was going to give Quebec a little bit of shade. Oh, yeah. And- toss it. Toss that sh- shadiness. So, women were given the right to vote in federal elections on May 24th, 1916. But that was only in federal elections. So, most provinces followed suit, like, fairly quick after. Quebec, I think we mentioned this on the podcast before. Sorry if I have. But, uh, 1940. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Classic. So, Classic. Yeah. Um, also... <laughs> Want more murder? Want more death? Please. Okay. May 26, 1896. 1890s. Not a great time for a lot of people. No. <laughs> um, a streetcar that was overcrowded in Na- Victoria. Name Desire. So again, Victoria. <laughs> uh, yes. Name Desire. Uh, was overcrowded again. Um and it tried to cross the Point Ellis Bridge. The bridge collapsed with 142 people on board, killing 55. 142 people on a streetcar is wait, how you even get that many people on a streetcar? I, I don't know if you've been to Toronto and rode along the TTC, <laughs> but they met, they met, they make it happen. <laughs> they make it. In yeah, there. they're yeah. like, what? What's that? 382 people on this bus? We can take two more. <laughs> yeah, just shove them on. Um, do you have any interesting facts? Do you want to talk about 2-4? Oh, uh, th- that's just like a, a sort of a personal fact I enjoy people to know. Not really personal, but that's what we call mm-hmm. a beer. That's what we call a flat of beer in, in Canada. We say, uh, are you going mm-hmm. to the store to get a 2-4? We have like weird. Yeah. We yeah, say. Weird. Like a, not like a case. Like no. Like a flat. A flat. So that's a 2-4. Right. That's what you bring. Like a lot of beer. That's yeah. what you bring camping is a 2-4. So it's always the yeah. May two four, which means you bring a flat of beer. Uh, just yeah. other alcoholic references in Canada, we call like <laughs> a like a a Mickey of vodka is yeah. little, the little baby one, like that you can sneak in your own 
skirt, let's say. Yeah. One time. Is a little... Your own jean skirt one time. You could probably get like five drinks out of a Mickey. Yeah. Uh, a 60 or a 26. Right. We, we call a 26 is yeah. like... Yeah. But they're not, they're not these, they don't refer to anything anymore. That's not the number <laughs> no. of what's in them. It's not 20. Is that the big? It used to be because we switched to metric, but everybody just calls it right. that now. Yeah. So can I get a 26er? Is what, of, Which is like the normal size. Vodka. Alcohol. Yeah, like the yeah. regular size bottle. And then a 60 pounder. Which is not 60. <laughs> that's not, it's not 60 pounds. It's not 60 ounces. It's not 60 liters. It's, it's just, just I'll get so a two four is a, a thing of beer a flat of beer give us give us this in a sentence okay can you <laughs> yeah sure I don't know if I could I was going to yeah. and I was like no this is too Here hard we go. Yeah, fuck bud we're heading down to the river this weekend and bring a two four oh holy shit you gonna be there just the weekend or what no we're staying a week oh might as well grab a sixty pounder then couple mixers <laughs> how's that. <laughs> Perfect. I love a it. Good sentence for good Canadian that was, sentence. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Felt like I was right there. Right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> um oh. so also I have I have checked some weather in in Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> I checked the weather in Montreal. Guess what? what? Raining. Oh, I thought you were going to say sun no. because we had offended them, but no. No, they don't get they don't get sun either. Oh, no, it's it's the May two four weekend. You it's raining. <laughs> it's gonna rain, bud. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I think that's is that is that us, Carla? I think that's us. Holy uh, we we were pretty ramblatory, but you know what? So it was a long weekend. A little rambly. A little rambly. A couple of rambling man. Yeah. Um, I had fun. <laughs> I hope you guys had fun. We do this every week. Uh, if you have any suggestions, we'd love to do them. Honestly, if you suggest something, we'll probably do it because yeah. we like it. Uh, we have a website. And on that website, you can join our Patreon. You can, Ooh. once you get to the Patreon, there's all kinds of fun stuff on there. Bonus episodes. Uh, we just released another uh, or are going to release another episode in the Patreon for uh, the Tragically Hip series we're doing where we pair hip songs with booze. Oh, there's all kinds of fun mini episodes on there. Yeah. Uh, we have, I think we have three episodes of the Tragically Hip series. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, a bunch of little mini ones. Get to know us a little bit. Yeah. Get to learn more things sometimes. We did a video, our first video not too long sometimes ago. You don't can learn check that things. out. We oh, don't yeah. learn anything. Uh, we've, we've got merch what we there. Look like. <laughs> So yeah, no, we uh, don't check have out merch there. What are you talking about? We don't have merch there. Oh, we don't have merch. Sometimes we give merch. Sometimes we give merch away yeah. um, <laughs> to our yes, Patreon. We give merch away to our Patreon. I'm like, oh god, I got to set up the sweatshot already. Oh god. Um, but yeah, so check it out. Uh, go to uh, Patreon slash Life Pairings Podcast, or you can hit it up from uh, any of our link trees. Our Patreon's available there. Uh, big shout out to uh, Comedy Here Often. Uh, podcasting network who continues to let us do this with them which we are so <laughs> grateful for yeah. uh check out all the podcasts on the network so many uh super funny people and so many good friends on there so go over and have a listen holy smokes what else carla anything else the people should know i think that's it rate um 
comment, subscribe. Do all the things. Do the things. Tell your friends. Run outside your house and just scream life pairing. Yeah, just say, hey, I know two (laughs) girls who drink a lot. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we have a lot of fun doing this. So thank you so much for continuing to listen, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys.